Welcome to Books and Bisexuals, where we talk about books that we read or we love and wherever our neurodivergent brains take us. I'm Brianna. And I'm Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> it's only episode 65. It's, uh, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, well, they don't know what happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we started and Brianna said, how good? What, well, welcome to Bisexuals. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we immediately restarted. Yeah. And yeah, here we are. It's so. been a long week. Yeah, it's Friday. Know. It's Friday. We're actually recording, like, we'll probably release it a couple days from now, but whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and get it up on the drive so that you can listen yeah. to it, and then if we can get it out by Monday. Sure. Whatever. That works for me. Yeah. Perfect. Brianna does yeah. the description, so she has to listen to the whole thing again. Yeah. Gets to listen to the whole thing I do again. get to listen to it, yeah. and it's great, because I, when we stop recording, none of the things we've talked about are in my brain. No. So I think one time before we recorded on a Friday and then like immediately posted it and we were trying to like remember write the description yeah and we were like what the fuck like we have just about? talked about these yeah, things no and idea. we couldn't remember don't so don't know you know yeah um yeah it's uh your birthday tomorrow it is my birthday tomorrow yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be thirty five happy birthday Nikki thanks um people are like oh my god you don't look thirty five and I'm like yeah it's the acne it's fine. <laughs> Keeps me looking young. <laughs> and then a woman, like, I joked about that this morning at Cairo, and the, the admin assistant was like, oh, yeah, just wait another 10 years and you'll have acne for a whole other reason. And I'm like, I've had this acne for 10 years. I do not want it for another 10 years. Mm-hmm. I would really love to be an adult without yeah. acne, especially because for the first time in, like, six months, I have a blistering cystic pimple on my yeah. chin the day before my birthday. Of course of I course. do. Of course. I follow this creator on TikTok who, she's getting married this year, and Mm -hmm. she's calling herself a rat bride, which I guess is like a new term for basically people who Like rat or rap? Rat. Oh. Like the animal. Okay. R-A-T. Yeah. And um, it's basically a term for people who don't really enjoy wedding planning. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was a term, because (laughs) that was also me. Yeah. Like. Was it? Well. I'm just kidding. The thing is, it's really stressful, and I don't yeah. like being stressed out. No. So, we made it as, like, It was so, lo- it, it was what a, I don't even know how to say words. Such a low-maintenance wedding. It was. Yeah. And I, we did that on purpose. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't want to stress myself out. Yeah. Like, I just want a nice, chill time. Even the bachelorette party. Yeah. It was a good 10. time. Yeah. I loved it. Um, literally the last time I drank tequila, because <laughs> that was nearly terrible. Tequila. Tequila. It's the last time I drank tequila. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, because I I nearly threw up and it was a bad time. But it yeah. was a great time. It was a great a time. time. But this creator yes. on TikTok, she um, she has acne and like acne scars, and she basically is saying like she knows already that she's gonna have acne on her wedding day Mm. so she's working with her makeup like she's gonna do her own makeup right and she's like doing a bunch of trial runs um just so that she still feels like so beautiful on her wedding day yeah and i'm like yeah great that's perfect man i i watch so many creators on tiktok and it's like they have any kind of like scarring or bumps or anything on their face and then they do their makeup and I'm like where did it go yeah like I, what makeup am I not using 
that or like some sort of technique I, or like I don't know. I don't I'm know. so confused. Like I I have MAC um foundation and concealer and I don't know if I'm <clears throat> applying it wrong or if it just doesn't work for me yeah. the way that it works for other people. But I'm like, can this run out so that I can do this ill maquillage quiz oh, and get yeah. like this? Because apparently that is, is like amazing. The most amazing makeup. Right? I just don't wear makeup. Well, but, but and you're like, an actor. I, yeah, I was like, normally I don't either, but for self tapes and set days, I have to wear makeup. Yeah. So, it's a yeah. thing. And headshots and. Yeah. But like, I remember last year on my birthday. I did my makeup and I did my hair and I look back at the pictures and I'm like, oh, they're nice. But tomorrow I'm going to be like, do I really want to put makeup on my already flamingly angry chin and make it no. angrier? Or am I just going to live with the fact that this is my face? Well, yeah. So my thing was like for a long time I was, and sometimes I still have these feelings of like, not feeling feminine enough because I don't wear mm. makeup mm-hmm. and like I don't really know how to apply it and like the only makeup I've ever applied is like stage makeup yeah which is not, not at all makeup it's not street makeup it's not street makeup for sure well <laughs> it's a kind of street makeup sure I mean, but it's yeah. not like go out to dinner makeup no I remember it's not subtle in any way <laughs> I remember driving home from oh, it was either Wolfville or Annapolis Royal wherever we did our last whale show oh my and God. I had my whale makeup so whale is in w-a-i-l yeah and it was just like this intense like eyeliner that went up my, the sides of my nose and up and, like, around my bo- eyebrows above your eyebrows and my like, eyes were like blue yeah like because we were like sirens in this so it's all just really dramatic makeup and going through like a drive-thru and you get the weirdest look we stopped at the uh i I don't even remember who i was driving but we stopped at this little like convenience store on the way out of annapolis royal and everyone was like what the yeah we're like yeah we just performed a show and had no makeup remover yep (laughs) And we're just going to drive home like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes after Zara shows, I would forget that I was wearing show makeup. And then I'd, like, mm-hmm. go into a store and I'd get looks and I'd be like, what? Yeah. And then I'd get back in my car and look in the mirror and be like, yeah. that's why. Yeah. <laughs> I think one time after we left, um, oh, my God, the Halifax Explosion one. Yeah. The hours turned, turned to nothing. nothing. Holy mm-hmm. fuck, that took too long. Amy McKay. Yep. Um... Yeah. I she was, wrote it. Yes. <laughs> I was one of the people who got disheveled and, like, ashen during, like, oh, the yeah. explosion. And so I had literal, like, black soot on my face yeah. and in my hair. And I remember I left one of the shows one time. And it was just, like, I looked like I crawled out of a cave. Yeah. Like, my hair was a mess. And, yeah. Good time. Yeah. I miss that. I do miss it. I miss performing. Yeah. Speaking of performing, yeah. um, I'm auditioning for Shakespeare by the Sea again this year. Ooh, I hope you get it. Thanks. I'm I'm mostly excited because last year my audition ended up being uh, self-tape because I got a concussion. Right. Yeah. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah. It's coming up to a year since I got wow. my concussion. Um, and so it's going to be in person. Ooh. So more than anything, I just, I want to spend more time yeah. with other creatives and if it's anything like the audition that I had at Villains Theater, which I have I have no idea what to expect, I'm like, this is just going to be fun. Yeah. But I have to prepare a Shakespeare piece, and I'm just like, oh, I am not Judy Dench. I am not the Dame Judy Dench. Just channel your Tom Hiddleston. 
Yeah. Because he's like. Uh, I sent you uh, that. I sent you that video of yeah. the of the Graham Norton show of Judy Dench just like pulling it out of nowhere. Just he's like, can you, you give, can us you give us a sonnet? Give us give us some sonnet. Shakespeare. And she's like, yeah, you know, here's here's one. And she just does the whole yeah. thing. I just got chills. Like I know, just talking about it. Incredibly, it's so fantastic. Oh, man, so good. Um, I was yeah. reading. I don't know if you do this on your phone, but like in the morning, if I go to my web browser on my phone. Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning, in, instead of showing the page that I was on previously, it just shows me, like, news articles and stuff. Mm. And so first thing in the morning, I just, like, scroll through those. Yeah. And I was reading a couple of them this morning, and I'm like, oh, we could talk about that today. We could talk about that today. Can you remember them? Nope. No. Nope. Oh, I did write a note. Like, I did think, you? like, three weeks ago now, probably. Oh. <laughs> about stuff to talk about? <clears throat> Yeah, because oh. we had that, like, list that we were going on. Yeah, forever. but we only used that for, like, the first few weeks. What? Oh, okay. I remember the ones that I've written. Okay, so, um, you have you... because you're looking at them. I remember. <laughs> yeah, but also I write in shorthand sometimes, so... Oh. So, like, what did you write? I wrote head and shoulders variations, which... Okay. Like, variations to the song? To the song. Okay, so I've been seeing oh, this on TikTok all the so time. So there's two different versions. There's two different versions. Yes, so there's the one that, that I know, which is like head, head and shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. Yes, yes perfect. Yes. And then there's also head, head and shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. And I'm like, yes. what? And I just, mm. it. I don't know why it blew my mind so much. No, that's not right. Head and shoulders, knees and toes. Yeah, it's weird. I know. Because to me, it's head and shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes, knees and toes. And that one's the only correct one, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wrote that down because I was like, we need to talk about it. Because I need to know which one is correct in your mind. The one that's correct in your mind. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because, yeah. well, we grew up in like the same place, so. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like, it's always been the Berenstain Bears. Yeah. Not the Berenstain Bears. Ma- Berenstain Bears. Like, who the fuck are the Berenstain Bears? Not, it's really funny. Not for me. So when I upload the podcast, I just thought of this. When I upload the podcast, it's like, is there adult content or explicit content? And for so long, I was like, no, there's no explicit content. And then I read what explicit content is, and it's like cursing. Cursing. And, and, like, and you're like, yes. Every time now, I'm, <laughs> yes. even if I'm not sure, of I'm, course. I'm like, yes. Guaranteed we've cursed at some point. Yeah. In this Every the run of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, Yeah. And then the other one mm. was SJM this or that. So I have a picture. Okay. That I literally took this screenshot so long ago in September. Ooh. And it's this or that SJM edition. So it's oh. Feyre or Aileen. Aileen or Aileen? Aileen? I don't know. Oh. Um. Aileen was probably correct. So Feyre or Aileen? I find this a run really difficult because I like them so separately. I know. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to choose. I think I'm gonna go with Aylin because I also was leaning towards. She's Aylin. a real bamf. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, um, and then this one's even okay, harder for so me. Aylin's fine. Oh, yeah. this one's not as hard for me. Rowan or Reese? Reese. Oh, I know. I don't know. I'm so torn because like I love Reese and his violet eyes. Yeah. Um. But Rowan and his pine scent and just, he's a big, tall man. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> no, I, I get it. But yeah, 
You know what? I'm gonna go with Reese because I think like that dark that darkness is very intriguing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Valaris or Terrison? I'm gonna get Valaris. Obviously. That's not, that, is that a trick question? <laughs> it's Valaris. Yeah. <clears throat> Winnowing or mind speaking? Now, to be fair, um, Feyre and Reese do speak in their minds because they're mates and they are Damati. So. So is that something <clears throat> that all mates can do? I forget. I don't know that she's ever, like, really explicitly stated it, but I know that Aelin and Rowan do, and... and... Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do it. I'm only not saying that one because that's a more recent. It's more recent. Yeah. But I do know who you're talking yeah. about. So maybe it is a full mate thing, but would you rather be, like, able to speak mind to mind or winnow? Because to me, winnowing. It's that oh, teleportation no. thing. That instantaneous travel. I can't get enough of that. I think mind speaking. Mind speaking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fleetfoot or Tamlin? <laughs> Fleetfoot, obviously. Fleetfoot. <laughs> obviously Fleetfoot. I would never pick tampon over Fleetfoot. <laughs> no. I would never pick tampon over anybody. Yeah. Uh, Manon or Armin? Amrin. I always say Armin, but it's Amrin. Oh. I also always say Manon. Manon? Yeah. But all Manon. Yeah. She's just such a bamp. Like, yeah. her her iron nails. Yeah. Hunt or Asriel? As. As. It's as. Oh, my God. Hunt OP. Sorry, as. Hunt. Sorry. We haven't spent as much time with you. No, we haven't. Maybe maybe I'll fall in love with you more in, in January. Yeah. But, um, doubt it. It's as, for sure. That, like, a little bit of a sad sack, yeah. like... D- it's, like, a little bit Eeyore. <laughs> yeah. But also a little bit... His pining for more. His, like, 500 years of pining. Oh, God, I love Azrael. Okay, wait. 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 So, I watched a video. This is related. I watched a TikTok yesterday, and this woman was like, okay, so whenever people do these drawings of all these characters, I'm like, no, they're wrong, because this is not what they look like. I have this very specific thing in my mind. I watched all of them. I'm like, none of them look like that. That's not how any of them look. No. But Amrin was there. And I don't, I don't know who Amryn is. So Amryn... Like, literally, in my brain, I'm like... Yeah. Which which series is she in? She is in Akatar. So she is the blood-drinking, um, like, old, not... She is in a fae body, but she's not fae. Like, she was there before... She's Reese's second-in-command. Like, isn't that more? <laughs> so... Yeah, yes. Okay, basically... This is why I got confused, because yes. I'm like, wait a second. So, Amrin is like... At one point, Reese describes Amrin as who he would, um, like, expect to run things if the rest of the inner circle was dead. But, like, because she's so, like, like strong and powerful, and they don't know fully what she is... So then who's more? Because I thought that was more. No, more, like... <laughs> they're two separate people but you know what I, you like, can you combine them in your brain i yeah. can understand why you did that because they are kind of similar but amran um she isn't in as many scenes with the inner circle as the rest of them but more is yeah more is in a lot of their scenes but um amran was the one who like translated the book um you know when they find the two halves of the book she's yeah. the one who translated it um, I believe you. Yeah. I've read those books twice. Yeah. 
just because when I watched this video and it was like Amran and I looked at that and I was like, that's not what Amran more because you were like. thinking about more. Because I was thinking about more, and then it showed more, and I was like, wait, who's Amran? Wait a second. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Amrin is really good friends with Nesta. So we see her more in Silver Flames than we do, like, in any of the rest of them. Yeah, just... Just gone. It's just, just gone. Not... <laughs> no, she did not get retained in my memory. Yeah, she's described as, like, a very small, um, like, fae. Like, she's, like, short. Like, the rest of them are very tall, and she's described as the smallest of the group. Like, more? No, Moore's taller than her. So she's literally the shortest in their group, but she's also the most dangerous because she she was in the um the prison. You know where they go to see the bone carver? She was in the prison with the bone carver for like thousands of years. No, no, you've combined them together into one character, but no, more <laughs> Brandon's getting so frustrated. No, no you're wrong. No. I know I'm wrong. Yeah. But I can't... You can't separate them? I can't them. separate them. Okay, so obviously I just have to read them again. You just have to read it again. Oh, damn it. Oh, no. Twist your arm. Twist my rubber arm. <laughs> damn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're just going to have to read them again. I know that if you read them again, you'd be like, oh, Amran. Like, you, you would sure get I'm sure that I would, but in yeah. my brain, they're the same person. They're not. <laughs> Because I thought Moore was the one that they don't really know where she comes from. No, they know where Moore comes from. Moore is, um, like, Reese's cousin. Like, they literally are blood-related, Reese and Moore. But Amran is the one where they don't know where she comes from. She now lives in a fey body. And, spoilers, for the end of Crescent City 2, she is the one who can speak to Bryce. Yes. Yeah. That's a massive spoiler. Yeah. You need to put that in the time. Yeah. <laughs> in the description. Yeah, she's the one who can talk to Bryce because Bryce is has like an old language. Yeah. And it also brings up the question of like, Where is Amran from the same place that Bryce is? Okay. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'll Wait. put a massive spoiler time yeah. for that. Because that is a That's massive a ma- spoiler. I love how we didn't spoil the mating of that book, but no. we spoiled the end of the second book. Of one. course. No, why not? <clears throat> um, I'm looking at this little poppet on the back of Brianna's it's phone. Evie. Evie. I was like, I played Pokemon Go. I know who yeah. this is, but I can't think of the name. It's My pop socket is pop socket. Evie, and it's very cute. It is very cute. Yeah. And it's also like metal, so yeah. it's... A little durable. hardier. Yeah. My um my favorite was always Charmander. Mm. Char. 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 Yeah. I kind of missed Pokemon. Like, it just wasn't very popular to me. Like, I don't know. I It was weird. Mm. I think we've I, talked about it before. Maybe. But. Yeah, because I was in grade four when it started getting really popular. And then at the end of grade four, somebody stole somebody's, like, and massive they, like, stack it. of... Yeah, yeah, massive stack of cards. And so then they banned it. Um, but... You know, I watched the show and so I wasn't like like I I you haven't like seen a, every episode. A huge fan or anything. No. It was just like part of your life. Yeah. 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 Um Same it was as not Pogs was. It was not part of my life. So neither probably Pogs wasn't either. You know? I was like at the very end of it. So like mm. my siblings played with Pogs. So siblings, I played with Pogs. Right. Yeah. So mm. like I had older siblings that would still <laughs> play with Pogs. <laughs> 
the hair in my mouth, but it was attached to my head. But I, um, but it wasn't like popular by the time that, that I was playing with them. Uh-huh. It was like whatever we had in the house already. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I remember we had some, but I was the oldest, and so. Yeah, you were the trendsetter. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't set many trends. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. yeah. Did you read this week? I did. <gasps> so Yay! exciting. And actually, okay. So I read um, an ARC that we got, an advanced reader copy yes. from Laura May, yeah. who we found on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm, I'm going to butcher it if I don't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, fun fact, Brianna found the pen that she was missing. Yeah. Yeah. Remember it- Pengate? <laughs> <laughs> the gold pen that suddenly went missing and was replaced by one that that was not my not pen. the same pen. Um, I found my gold pen in my car, even though I had searched my car. Um, but I found it, but now I have two gold pens, and one of them I still don't know where I got it from, so... I mean, if you only want one, I will happily take one off your hands, but... <laughs> Brianna's like, shake your head. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's your pen. It's my pen. Yeah. I found it. Um, but it's, she found it. It's mine now. Yeah. Um, okay, so, I See You in My Dreams by Laura May... This is out January 23rd, 2024. You can get it uh, Barnes & Noble and Amazon. Mm. I don't think that we're carrying it. Yeah, Indigo. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't see it on her list of things, which is fair. Hmm. I'm pretty sure she's American, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so this is a story where a girl in high school named Cassie begins to dream that she's inhabiting another person's life. That person is Sophia. Um, and it's, Sophia lives in Russia, specifically Riga, which I don't know where that is, but I'm sure, uh, my co-host can look it up while Mm -hmm. I'm talking. Um, and it's more like she's a passenger in her body than, like, controlling her body. Capital of Latvia. Latvia. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That's not even Russia at all. No. Um, should have looked this up, to be honest. (laughs) Um, and... She, so Cassie, when she goes to sleep, it's like she wakes up in Sophia's body. Oh, so she never sleeps? Pretty much. Oh my god, I'd be exhausted. Um, and so she can feel everything that Sophia is feeling, mm-hmm. um, but it's like she's just watching her life happen, essentially, and it quickly becomes, um, that Cassie's more invested in Sophia's life than her own life. So she's like... Every day she's just waiting to the time where she can go to sleep and live Sophia's mm. life. Um, Sophia meets a young boy named Daniel, um, which is Latvian for, like, Daniel, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, Cassie vicariously lives through their romance, and then it ends tragically, their romance. And she stops dreaming about Sophia. Um... And then uh, you fast forward like 10 years and now Cassie's like living in a big city and she starts to realize that the people in her big city life are reincarnations of the people from Sophia's life. Yeah. It's so, the story is so good and so interesting. Um, I did find the writing a bit more telling than showing Mm -hmm. but it was still just such a fascinating story that Mm -hmm. I just like blazed through it like I was 
meaning to kind of start reading it, go to sleep, and then, like, finish it the next day. And I just read it until I was done. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. If it was, like, 300 pages, you're like, ah, yeah. it's another hour. Yeah, and I was really invested in their story. And then, um, like, I don't want to spoil a lot of things, so I'm just going to, like, leave it with what I've told you, which is already a little bit of a spoiler. Mm-hmm. But, like... We'll also mention that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be like, I spoiled it a little bit. Um, but it, uh, it's a really good story. It's, like, just such an engrossing way to, like, read about kind of history, because it's, like, from the 1930s, um, when Sophia's alive. Mm. So, yeah, it was a good little, good little thing. So, you should buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Buy it. Yeah, it's out in January. I see you in my dreams, Laura May. Also, for the record, we don't get commissioned by telling you to no. buy this book. <laughs> no, we don't. This is no. not like an ad spot. It, no. I just, uh, I found them on Instagram. Instagram. I think it was actually I, you that I found them. I probably sent it to you. Yeah. Um, and they had to sign up for their arcs, so I signed up, and it was really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It's funny, because I see a lot of those things to sign up for arcs, and I immediately just send them to you, because yeah. I know that even if I get them, I'm not going to read it in yeah. time. I also so. have another arc that I have to read before... November 20th or something. So mm. that'll be... You'll hear about it next week. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have to, so have to write a little good reads for that one. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that, yeah. Is that... No, that's oh. not it. I also read... I read a book that I have been looking forward to for a while. Is this the Katie Roberts one? No. Oh. I haven't read that one yet. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so I... Um, on TikTok, very quickly found this creator called, uh, who goes by at Hannah May. Um, and she started doing a series of skits that she called Assistant to the Villain. Um, and oh, I think I know who this is. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I fell in love with these skits. I thought they were really funny. And basically, it's just this idea of a relatively normal person who is who stumbles into being an assistant for an evil villain. Yes. And so her life obviously isn't very normal. Mm. Um but there's like severed heads in the lobby and like a dead body on her desk, but like overall it's just really funny day in the life skits of like an office environment. Hannah May. Hannah yeah, M A E. Oh. Yeah. And it might be like Hannah Hannah Nicole May. I don't know. That's okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm like, these are, none of these are that person. Uh, no. Type in, like, assistant to the villain. I'm oh, sure it'll okay. come up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know who this is, but. I so quickly followed her and, like, listened, watched every single one of the skits she's ever done. And they're really, really funny. But then she, a lot of people were like, when are you going to write this into a novel? Right. And so she wrote it into a novel that released um, September, I think. Nice. And so I, we had to wait. I had to wait because it sold out. And then I had to wait until I came back in. Right. Um, And then I wasn't in a reading mood. But so I picked that up. So it's literally called Assistant to the Villain. It's by Hannah Nicole Mayer. Yeah. M-A-E-H-R-E-R. And I don't know if I'm saying that last name right. But it's the story of Evie Sage, who lives in a fairy tale village. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, she stumbles into a job with the villain. Literally, that's what he's called for the majority of Just the book. Just the villain? The villain. Nice. And she becomes his assistant, and uh, they work through... Um, Basically, like, there's a traitor in the office, and so they're trying to figure out who is giving up all of their information to mm. the uh, the antagonist of the book, which would be, like, the king of the realm that they live in. Right. So, um, it was really cute. I just really loved it. It yeah. was funny and irreverent, and it takes a lot of, like, fairy tale tropes and sort of, like, puts them on their head, like... The fact that your protagonist is the evil villain who, like, tortures and kills people. Yeah. But, like, is also just a complete softy towards his assistant. And, like, it very quickly you can already tell he's, like, falling in love with her. But, like, doesn't mm-hmm. want to admit it to himself. Mm-hmm. And, like, she, like, Evie, the main character, talks to herself all the time. Like, stop staring at your boss, Evie. <laughs> Don't fall in love with your boss, Evie. And it's so funny and so good. Yeah. And I had seen a few reviews that really just, like, tore it apart. Like, honestly, they were like, I hated this. It was so boring. Oh. Like, um, it's the same joke over and over again. And, like, I didn't get that. Mm. So I actually thought it was so well written. Mm. Especially for someone who's never written, like, a, a novel. novel before. Yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed it. It was very, very funny. Ah. I highly recommend it. It's also got some red sprayed edges, and that's always really fun. So um. it's available, like, at your yeah. bookstore? Mm. Yeah. It's available at the bookstore. Very cool. All major bookstores. Yay. Assistant to the villain. Assistant to the villain. Very cute, very funny story. Uh, The only thing is, his name is actually Tristan. (laughs) And I found that weird. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But that's just because my husband's name is Tristan. Which I know you all know because I talk about him constantly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's fair. Um, Yeah. Cool, I love that. Yeah, that was what I read this week. Hmm. I've been reading! (gasps) Yay! Oh! So my goal was to finish this book by today. I'm only 22% of the way through, but it's 22% further than I've been in a lot of other books. Yeah. So I've been reading Love Buzz by Neely Tubati Alexander. And so this is their first book. Mm-hmm. Um, the writing is so good. Like I cannot get over the writing. Um, so I'm just gonna read like this is what's on the, the description. Back of the yeah. Book. Yeah. So a wretched maid of honor, a hangover from hell, raucous Mardi Gras crowds. There isn't much Serena Khan is enjoying about this four-day New Orleans destination bachelorette party for her semi-estranged cousin, the bride-to-be. Until sparks fly with a handsome stranger who, like her, is also from Seattle at the ladies' last stop of the evening, a Bourbon Street bar. After their conversation is cut short, Serena is overwhelmed by the desire to find the charming man with the brooding eyebrows, but her list of clues is pretty short. His name is Julian. He lives on Chamber Hill. He works at a tech company. He loves Lil Wayne and Nirvana. The need to find him is, for Serena, both irresistible and totally irrational. In a few short weeks, her college alumni magazine is featuring her in a Life at 30 feature, cementing her as a success story. She will have officially achieved the safe, stable life her late mother insisted upon. Julian is not part of the plan. As she combs Seattle for her New New Orleans flame, stripping away the perfectly curated life that would have made her mother proud, Serena must decide if the pursuit of real passion is worth it and fast before she destroys the life she always thought she wanted. In a sharply funny, thoughtful, and romantic debut, combining the wistfulness of Rebecca Searle, Surly? 
It, I think it's Cyril. Cyril. With the witty sizzle of Emily Henry, Neely Jabadi Alexander prompts us all to ask if the life we're living is a life worth loving. And, like, even just the initial conversation between Serena and Julian, I was like, this is insane. Ooh. Like, it was just so good. And I don't really read romance novels. Yeah. Because I find them so repetitive and formulaic and just yeah. like this like and all the this things that you, you I all the love, tropes that you talk about yeah. i'm just like oh my yeah. god the things that i like look for in books are things that you're like i'm so tired i'm of. so bored which is absolutely yeah. fair which is funny because like i know that there are tropes in fantasy novels but for yeah. whatever reason those don't bother me but it's funny because i think i'm in on like chapter i don't know eight or mm. something and i'm waiting for the epic battle or yeah. the mystical, like I'm just waiting for these things that I know are not going to come because, because it's like that's not contemporary kind of fiction. Yeah, like, yeah, it's not. Gonna it's not happen. fantasy. No. Yeah, um, because so. I think you also read a lot of um, what we in the biz call romanticy. Yeah, so it's fantasy with a heavy romance yeah. plot. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, well, I've got the heavy romance plot. So you're waiting for the fantasy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so so far, very good. Um, it kind of hinted at something. At the begin, like at the very beginning, when she was talking to Julian, and I was like, "Oh, this for sure is true." And of course, at the end of like chapter four, I'm like, "Oh, yep, there it is." Mm-hmm. I, when you were reading the description, was like, "Why is this so familiar?" And it's because I have this on my TBR. Oh, yeah, because I, um, I've read both Emily Henry and Rebecca Searle, who mm. they talked about um, as like contemporaries to this book. Yeah, um, and. So I saw their names kind of on the cover and I was like, oh, I'm going to put this in my TBR. So I haven't read it yet, but I'm very interested to like hear about it for you. Yeah. 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 Um, I like it so far. Good. Yeah. 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 Um, That's all I've read. Oh, and I got, oh, where did, it's here. It's here. There it is. Oh, Um, yeah. I got Whitney Hansen's new book, Harmony. It came on Tuesday and I was like, cool, this is what I'm going to be reading for the day. But I didn't. But you didn't read it. I didn't read it because this whole book um, I was reading on her Instagram is like the grief poetry and a love letter to her best friend who died when she was 16. Mm. And so I was like, so I'm like, "Mm." like, I know I'm going to cry because I cry when I watch her videos. Yeah. That poetry. Oh my God. And so I'm like, if I read this book, I'm going to be a sobbing mess. Do yeah. I want to do that right now? Yeah. Um, there are some times, like, I am so ready to rip my heart apart reading someone else's grief. But, like, yeah, one sentence. And I'm not saying this to be like, there's only one sentence on this page. I'm saying this to be like, there's only one sentence on this page. Yeah. I can write a poetry novel. Poet- poetry can be anything you want it to be. Yeah. I have a way of writing poetry that, um, like... I don't know if people read it the way that my brain wrote it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And that's why I love listening to her read her poetry because Mm -hmm. you're able to hear like her, like the meter of how she reads it is the way that like it's meant to be heard in your head. Yeah. Um, And it's also why it makes me cry every time Mm. because the the, like poignancy of how she reads it is just, so go on to TikTok Whitney, Whitney Hansen. Hansen. Yeah. There's another like, one. Listen to her 
uh, poetry because it is just so beautiful. She reads it so beautifully. Mm-hmm. And um, she has the Crova... What is it called? Two different, yeah, two different colored yeah, eyes. Yeah, her eyes are two different. Yeah, colors. she's so um, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another one that I started. And her poetry is also. Yeah, her poetry is um, Josie Balka. This one. Oh yeah. So she's actually a radio DJ yeah. in Alberta. You sent me a couple of them. Yeah. So her poetry is also just incredibly. You wouldn't be like, oh, this is poetry. No, it feels it, like a conversation. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really good. So hers is just Josie Balka, J-O-S-I-E-B-A-L-K-A. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she's a radio host. Yeah. Yeah, out west. Um, so I just, I was, when you were talking about the second book, I was looking something up because when I originally opened TikTok, there was this video of these kids like crying. And I was like, what is going on? This... And it's, like, in a courtroom. Yeah. Um, so I know nothing about this, but then I looked it up. Do you know anything about the Kowalskis? Are they from one of the school shootings? No. Oh. No. I don't think. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. I'm like, no, I don't think. So, hospital at center of take care of Maya lawsuit. So, I guess there was a Netflix documentary called Take Care of Maya. So, the hospital at the center of that was found liable on abuse charges. Um, So the family of a teenager who was at the center of the Netflix documentary, Take Care of Maya, has been awarded uh, $264 million uh, in damages in a lawsuit brought against a hospital that wrongfully kept her from her relatives after the institution was found liable on multiple abuse charges. So they sued the Johns Hopkins All Children's Hospital and the Department of Children and Families um, when the mother took her own life after doctors at the hospital accused her of Munchausen by proxy. Oh my God, it's these people. Oh, okay. So okay. I'm like, I have no, no idea. I I had heard inklings because I'm still kind of in the true crime community. Yeah. And Munchausen's by proxy is like, A, very hard to actually diagnose. Yeah. Um, there's only been one kind of other big, big case. And um, that was the Gypsy Rose case in which she killed her mom. Um, she and her boyfriend killed her mother because her mother was abusing her Munchausen's by proxy. She was making her sick. Well, isn't there a girl on tic- a woman on TikTok whose mom convinced the hospitals that her daughter's mm-hmm. leg was ill and they yeah. amputated her leg? Yes. Like, yeah. So, um, this is a psychological disorder in which, so Munchausen's is when you believe you are sick so badly that you will like ingest poison to make yourself to make sick. yourself sick and munchausen's by proxy is when you do that to someone else right yeah so the kowalski family alleged that the doctors accused her of faking symptoms of complex re- complex regional pain syndrome mm-hmm. that the then nine-year-old was separated from her family with her mother being denied access to her daughter for 87 days while she was investigated for child abuse mm-hmm. the case ended tragically with beata dying by suicide yeah, and then they sued the hospital because yeah. um, she was actually diagnosed with complex pain syndrome. Yeah. And um, that, again, very difficult. It's one of those um, things where you have to diagnose by eliminating every other option. Right. Yeah. And the doctors, whether they were right or wrong, which they were obviously wrong in this case, mm-hmm. like they do have the um, responsibility to involve CPS, but that whole situation was done so poorly 
that they um, obviously won a gigantic lawsuit. Yeah, against it them. was it was over two hundred million uh, in damages, mm-hmm. and then a further fifty million in punitive damages. Yeah, from this hospital. Yeah, and like I know that the hospital is. Um, appealing said decision so like it's not over for them unfortunately but this is a big win for them well yeah because this was 16 hours ago yeah yeah um so now i'm like i want to watch this netflix documentary that i didn't know about apparently it's like heart-wrenchingly sad which absolutely it would be just knowing the facts of the case yeah yeah man that's brutal so yeah that video just came up on my thing and i was like i know nothing about this let's chat about it yeah, hmm. yeah. Um, I started looking into Munchausen's by proxy because of the Gypsy Rose case. Yeah. Um, who she actually just got released from prison. So wow, how old is she now? She is in her late twenties, early thirties now. So her mom had Munchausen's by proxy and was abusing her. Yes. So she and her boyfriend killed her mom. Yeah, when she was sixteen. So yeah. when Gypsy Rose was sixteen, she and her boyfriend conspired to and committed a murder right um and they murdered her mother to get gypsy away from her right um and that's obviously a very extreme thing to have done but when you when have 16 you also she had been quote-unquote sick since the time that she was like a toddler so her mom had been actively poisoning her for like a decade by that point she was giving her um medication that she had gotten um prescribed to her dog although they didn't actually have a dog but they she had gone to like vets or something and like had gotten this medication this sedative um and she was giving it to her daughter as like medicine to make her better but what she was actually doing was the side effects were paralyzing her so gypsy rose had been in um a wheelchair for a decade at the time of her mother's murder. Um, Did she figure out that that's yeah. what caused it? Yeah. So she, wow. by when she got a boyfriend and she started spending like more time away from her mother and things, yeah. um, her mother wasn't able to control everything she ingested. And that made it so that um, she wasn't getting the same amount of, like, poisoning, essentially. Mm. And so she started to feel better on some days and then worse on other days. And then um, she started to kind of realize that her mother was doing this to her. Right. And that she wasn't actually sick. So, it, yeah, it's so crazy. And it's, like, literally n- so rare. This is not something that people have super commonly. Like, it's not yeah. like every second person is a Munchausen's no. case. Like, like, I think I've seen one episode on Grey's and one episode on House. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's not. very, very rare. But, like, okay, obviously, yeah, don't murder people. No. But. But. But she had had, like, a decade of medical records saying that she was sick. And she had gone to doctor after doctor who was saying, like, yeah, you have this uh, unspecified illness. We don't know why you're having this. But you obviously are paralyzed. And you obviously, like, need this wheelchair and, like, all these things. So she had all of this documentation. Right. That basically made it very difficult for people to believe her when she started saying, I think my mom is doing this to me. So, like, you know, CPS probably... Or yeah. might not have been a great... It's, so, like... It could have. It could have helped her. But the thing is, like, she had been in this for so long that she really thought the only way out was to kill her mom. Right. And at that point, and this is going to sound terrible, 
because of course, like I don't condone. I don't murder, condone murder. But like at at that point, is it not at, in some form like self defense? Yes, that sounds terrible. So but she ended up going. Gypsy Rose ended up going to a psychiatric facility for yeah. her um, imprisonment. Right. Um, because obviously this was incredibly traumatizing. Oh my god. <laughs> like, yeah. to get to the point where you at 16 kill your mother because she's been abusing you, like, that's incredibly traumatizing. Yeah. So, um, that's also why I, uh, I've seen some things, because she was released, like, technically early from her sentence, but, like, honestly, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm, I don't see a problem with that. I do think that she can go right back into society and not have any recidivism rate. Like, I don't think she's ever going to kill again because this was such an isolated thing. Right. Like, no one's going to, I hopefully, no one's going to, like, Munchausen by proxy her again. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. I'm pretty sure she's also changing her name and, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, going yeah. into the wind. Starting which, a new life. Starting a new life, which I think she deserves, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, this is not the same thing, but it reminded me of this. Yeah. So last week, I hung out with my cousin Michelle, oh. and we watched a movie, um, and it was just sitting on Netflix, and yeah. um, I was like, well, that sounds kind of interesting. She's like, it's on my watch list, and I was like, do you want to watch, watch it? it? The movie's called Chained. Oh. Um, it came out in 2012. Okay. So it's a bit older. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio is in it. He's kind of the only person that I recognized when I went and started looking up different actors in it. I was like, oh, I've seen them in whatever. But like 11 years ago, they're a lot younger Mm -hmm. because some of them are kids. So this whole movie is about this boy so he was abducted as a young boy and kept in servitude by a serial killer in want of an accomplice and as a teen faces a choice between escape or murder mm. it was fucked and like both Michelle and I were watching this movie and then at the end there's this twist and both of us were like <gasps> Like, did not see it coming. Yeah. At all. I love that. A hundred percent did not see it coming. Like, it is a dark movie. It is a very abusive movie. It is a very graphically abusive movie. But it was a good, well done movie. Um, And I looked it up because movies like that always intrigue me. So movies like that. And then what was the other one? Hard Candy that Elliot Page did. Oh, yeah. Before Juno. Yeah. So, similar idea where it's this very small cast in this one location and they film for like a small number of days and the budget is very low. Like, the budget for that movie for Chained was less than a million dollars. Which is um, low. Which is low. Like, let's yeah. be very clear, that is a low budget. Um, And it was filmed in Canada. It was filmed in Saskatchewan. Yeah. Nice. Ooh. Um, yeah. That's also rare, to be honest. Right? Like, most places, um, most things that are filmed are filmed either in like BC, BC or Halifax or, or like Toronto Lindbergh. or Montreal Toronto, like, yeah, or yeah. Nova Scotia's coastal towns yes yeah because like if it's Maine it's probably Lunenburg <laughs> right yeah 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 um which it was in the center mm-hmm. yeah um but like it's set in the states like it's yeah. set in a flat oh absolutely state yeah um but oh my god, I'm I'm not saying I'm I will say literally nothing about it because it was so good and the twist I literally 
did not see it coming. I was not expecting a twist at all because it was already just so dark. Yeah. And then I had this twist at the end and I was like, are well, you fucking kidding me? Damn. So if anybody, if you watch it, if anybody watches it, please message me because okay. I want to know if you saw it coming because mm. now you're going to be expecting one. But, well, but yeah. even still, I had no idea. None. None whatsoever. That's it, so exciting. Yeah. Because, like, um, as ADHDers, as neurodivergent people, um, pattern recognition is, like, our bread and butter. Yeah. It's part of the reason why, um, like, thrillers often aren't that thrilling mm. and, like, um, why I enjoy reading the same plot over and over again because yeah. it's like comforting it's like I know right. what's gonna happen right it's also why a lot of neurodivergent people have like a comfort tv show or like something that they just watch over and over and over again because there's no guesswork to it yeah and so it's for me it's the same with like romance mm. like there's no guesswork to what's gonna happen I know the story beats like I know yeah. it's like boy meets girl boy fucks up <laughs> girl breaks up they get back together. There's yeah. a groveling scene. They get back yeah. together. They live happily ever after. Like, yeah. I know that those are the story beats. So I'm, like, waiting for those. But then every book has its own way of, like, getting to mm. said story beats. Yeah. Um, and so it's really rare to actually come across a piece of media mm. in which you don't know the twist. You don't know what's coming. Yeah. I had no idea. So cool. I want you to watch it. Okay. Do you? I mean, I don't have Netflix, but... Oh. <laughs> but uh, uh, sure. I'll I wonder if it's it on anything else. I don't know. We're at the library. Do you have a oh, DVD player? I have a PS5. That's a DVD player. That's a DVD player. Okay. It's a very expensive DVD player. It sure is. <laughs> Let me see if it's on there. Uh, or yeah. Um, and then the other thing. No. 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 <laughs> no. No. The, I did not want to see all of these things. I just want DVD. There we go. Um, no, just literally chained. Okay, I'm guessing it's not there. Probably That's not. We'll, fi we'll find a way. We'll find a way for me to watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing, fuck. Oh, I started watching, because I finished Lost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I finished Lost. Um, How was the ending? Did you enjoy? I wasn't confused. Like, apparently oh. everyone... Was confused. Yes, that's all I remember about, like, the, um, when it ended, like, in real time. Yeah, everyone like, was like, what Everyone was fuck? confused, and every, all the news stories were about how confusing, yeah. and, like, And I don't yeah. think, I don't think I'm confused, and I don't, like, well, I'm not confused, and I don't know if that's because it's been so much time, or, I, I have no idea. Um, but, like, my brother and I were talking about it, and I was like, okay, so... Massive spoiler alerts if you're ever going to watch Lost, but it was also, like, 10 years ago, so... Yeah. Sorry. Um, over 10 years ago when it ended. Um, I was like, bro, they, they were dead the whole time. Which is true. Mm-hmm. But at the end of season five, one of the characters hits this bomb, and yeah. it blows up this thing. And their idea was that if we blow up this thing... We go home. We go back to where... It's yeah. like we never crashed. Yeah. Nothing happened and we just live I remember that. Right. Yeah. So she does, but then they're all still there. Yeah. So then... That's when I also, started thinking that it was the afterlife. Right. Yeah. So then it starts going between the life that is still them on the island... 
And like, and uh, then what would have happened, quote unquote, what would have happened had never if they hadn't crashed. crashed? Yeah. And yet they still all run into each other. Mm-hmm. Their lives all still intersect. intersect yeah. In the, the we didn't crash alternate world. reality. Yeah. yeah. And so what actually happened was when they blew up that little atom bomb or whatever, yeah. atom whatever, bomb, whatever it was on the, the island, little atom, the little atom bomb. bomb <laughs> um, it created a new timeline. Yeah. Where they all met together in the afterlife yeah. and the island had been purgatory yeah. where they were just waiting to go to the afterlife kind yeah. of thing. And I was like, that's not confusing. It's not that confusing. It's weird. Like there's a freaking smoke monster that is just we- and there's like yeah. some of the characters, I'm pretty sure one of them who plays Satan in Supernatural. Oh. The blonde guy. Mark Pelling. Is he the blonde guy? Yes. Yeah. So he's in it and he plays this character that is like thousands of years old yeah but hasn't aged a day yeah and so it's just like that like because it's weird because it started off like the island of purgatory yeah it started off as sci-fi and then turned into like fantasy paranormal it was just yeah and that's the thing is like people started to say like like they they lost their own plot at yeah. some point. Oh, they sure did. And then they just like decided that they were gonna go forward with this this like afterlife purgatory situation, and um, people were really unhappy with it. Like they just did not like that storyline. Yeah. Because they wanted it to be to be something more mysterious, like that. Yeah. Or more concrete. Or more concrete, because yeah. that's all like vague and like it was very, Dante's Inferno. Yeah. It and, was like, <laughs> very vague. It was very weird. Yeah. It very, the last season was like you guys are grasping. Yeah. But I watched it. It was fine. So then. Of course, I was looking for something else. So mm-hmm. I watched the first episode of this show. Um, and as I was watching it, I was like, this actress looks so familiar. Um, it's not that show. Was it not? What What did you watch? I'm Are sh- you looking it up? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> oh, it was on Prime? Prime? Maybe. I have too many subscriptions. Sorry about this. I know. Um, There's this whole thing about, like, the fact- Wilderness. Oh. Okay. So you know. Jenna Coleman. Right. And I'm like, I why watched that as look well. so familiar? And then I looked her up and I'm like, oh. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Yes. Um, I watched the first episode and was like, I'm done. Yeah. It's slow. It's fucking slow. It's. So oh. Wilderness is about a, a scorned woman. Yeah. Uh, who goes on, like, a quote-unquote perfect American road trip with her husband. Who no, they has... live... Yeah, because they live in New York. Yeah. Yeah. They... So, they're from England. Yes. They move to New York for his job. Yeah. Um, she can't work. She can't work because she doesn't have the right visa. Yeah. And he cheats on her. Yeah. And then, after she finds out, they then go on what they to themselves as like the perfect American road trip. Yes. And the whole time she wants to kill him. Right. And like they're in like I don't know where exactly. Like Arizona. I, Arizona. Because yeah. all I remember is the canyon. Yeah. And he's like you know I'm really scared of heights. And then She's like just go to the edge. Just look. It's like yeah, a one two. And then she's like about she's to a, push him. And someone's like can you help us? Yeah. So I'm just like is that the whole series? Is they're just going to keep doing these things? She's pissed. He doesn't know that she's pissed. And then she's going to kill him? Or, like, is he going to end up killing her because he finds out? Or is this fucking so, mysterious woman going to show up? But I'm just like... So episode two, which is his affair partner shows up. And mm. then 
the rest of the story is set in this one small hiking town mm. um, involving the affair partner and, um, oh my god, that guy that I love from Haven is the uh mm. the affair partner's boyfriend um oh eric balfour yes mm, i need to look him up uh and i think i think it's that guy this guy yes oh yes. yeah okay. yeah um because of course i always know people from like what they were in yeah <laughs> so like yeah. guy from haven and then hannah from pretty little liars who i don't remember her name um, Blonde her, one? Yeah, her actual real Ashley. name. Ashley. Ashley something. Hannah. Pretty, pretty little. Pretty little eyes. Actress. Ashley Benson. <laughs> Ashley Benson. Yeah. 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 And, um, and then Jenna Coleman. Yeah. And, um, just... they, so the rest of the series is, like, them, like, it's basically just the four of them for the rest of the time, uh, and then, like, things happen. But, so, it's really a series where, like, if you can get past the first two episodes, honestly, it's, like, the first two and a half, maybe. But it's Uh, only six episodes long. I know. You have to get halfway through before it's, like, interesting. I hate that. And that sucks. Because they're long episodes, too. Yeah, when I watched this, I watched all six episodes all at once. Like, I just watched it over one day. Yeah. And I was doing other things at the same time. Because it was actually kind of boring. Yeah. I don't think I paid attention to the last half of the premise. The premise of it doesn't seem that boring. Right. But then the execution of it is, like, really slow burn. I don't like slow burn because it doesn't keep me engaged. Like, there was, no. there was a... Oh. I need the action to happen just a little faster. Yeah. There was a TV series, like a mini series that had um, Olivia Coleman and the one from Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, oh, th- The Fall. Was it The Fall? Maybe. Jamie Where, Dornan? No. That oh. is a fucking good show. That's a good show. <laughs> that is not a slow burn. No. What's this one? Uh, Olivia... I always laugh when I do this because I guarantee someone's yelling it. It's just like um, in their bedroom. <laughs> the Lost Daughter? I think it's The Lost... Is it that one? Yeah. The Lost Daughter. Um, yes. A college professor confronts her unsettling past after meeting a woman <laughs> and her young daughter while on vacation in Italy. Her obsession with the woman and her daughter prompts memories of her early motherhood. And I was like... Okay, well, it's a... Dakota Johnson. That's it. Yep. It was the other... Oh, <laughs> you thought the other one. I thought the... <laughs> Didn't I say what's-her-face? You did, but oh. I was like, Jamie, Jamie Jordan? Jordan? I'm like, no, um, I know him. The hilarious part is, you know how Google always has, like, people also ask... Was Olivia Coleman in The Fall? No, sorry. I think it was Jillian Anderson. Yeah, it was Jillian Anderson. <laughs> I'm just confusing a oh, bunch okay. of people right now. That's fine. Um, you know how Google has like people also ask and it says, what was the point of the lost daughter? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, I just got a notification that Ninja's barking. Uh, he's not. We were laughing. We were laughing too loudly. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't even remember how many episodes I watched and I was like, I'm done and it says psychological thriller drama and i was like cool i can white Mm -mm. i can watch and enjoy psychological thrillers when they're a movie and it's two hours long yeah if it is a series Mm -hmm. i get bored so quickly (laughs) like because they just it's like 
it takes too long to get to the thrill yeah. part of the thriller. Of the thriller. Um, and I just need more intrigue right away. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it makes me kind of worried for Sarah J. Moss movies and shows because her, her books are, like, medium to slow pace yeah. until the last hundred pages. Yeah. I don't know if I have enough, like, oomph in me. Like, like it better be engaging. Yeah. Man. But I also don't think that you can tell the story in a movie. So oh, no. it's one of those they things where like, like, like it has show. to be a series, like yeah. a TV series. Yeah. Um, Each book needs its own season. Yeah. Because I also period. desperately want people to actually like fall in love with Tamlin. Because yeah. the whole, the whole That's point. That's the whole point. The whole point of A Court of Thorns and Roses. So the first book is that you fall in love with Tamlin and you ignore all his red flags because he has a billion. When you read it again, you're like, whoa. You're like, damn, Tam, you fucking suck, bro. Mm -hmm. But like when you read it the first time, you're like, oh, handsome, lovely, beautiful Tamlin. And then you're like, oh my God, I was so wrong. Yeah. Like I was so wrong. And then, you know, so I, you need you need a whole season of yeah. convincing people that they love Tamlin before right. you introduce Violet-Eyed Reese. Right. Who comes in and is honestly a horrifying person. Like, so I've been listening. In the best way. In the best way. I've been listening to LPN Deep Dives yes, at Guitar, yeah. right? And so they talk about um, that scene where, where they're under the mountain yeah. and... They're massive spoilers. Super spoilers. But it's gonna be lots of timestamps in this one. I'm also just like gearing you up for the fact that I'm about to do a huge month long spoiler spoiler fest. fest. Yeah. Um but so when they make the bargain under the mountain, yeah. um, he she is injured. She has a bone in her arm and is like dying from sepsis. Yeah. And he grabs that arm and yanks her towards him. Yeah. Like that's not a gentle, nice, loving thing to do. No. But he's also in this like I'm a dark fake persona. Has to be. And he has to be for plot reasons. Mm-hmm. And like it's just it's so interesting to see the parallels between like how SJM writes like Tamlin ignoring Feyre through all of her like horrible times and she's literally like dying in his house puking every night mm. screaming every night and he's just ignoring her yeah and then like Reese comes in and physically harms her but never ignores her no and so it's just it's so fascinating it's like I don't wait know. which one's better <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you have this moment where you're like oh I'm still with Tamlin and then like other things happen and you're like oh fuck Tamlin you suck yeah so, yeah. And then you regret that tattoo you got. <laughs> <laughs> Read Oof. the whole series, folks. Yeah. I'm so pumped to do this reread, though, of, like, all of SJM, because I have so many thoughts and things about, like, like, for example, you know how uh, they describe Reese as, like, using a lot of his power all of the time. Like, he has mm. a lot of power as and a high lord. Kind of and he has it. to use it all the time or he yeah. goes a little crazy. Yeah. Tamlin was never taught how to use that much power. Yeah. And it's mentioned all the time in really subtle ways. Like, there's no warding on the spring court. Like, and he's, like, not using any of his power. And, like, maybe he's just crazy. Like, maybe he's just 
insane yeah. from his power. And that's why he, like, ignored her and did a bunch of other things. Like, maybe that's part of his redemption arc is that now that he's on the good side, mm-hmm. Reese can teach him how to be a High Lord and, like, teach him how to use those powers. And maybe he becomes a little more sane. He and have then to set his ego aside oh, first. Oh, absolutely. But then he gets a redemption arc, yeah. right? Like, maybe that's the way that SJM's going to go. Is there going to be another Akatar book? Oh, I yeah. suppose there has to be. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, because there's now mm-hmm. the crossover. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But we already knew that there was going to be. When they announced Silver Flames, they announced that it was another trilogy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So there are two trilogies and a novella, even though it bugs me when people call it Akatar 4, um, the court the frost, frost and starlight, and starlight. It's they not. call it akatar 4 and like it's a novella akatar 4 assassin's is silver blade flame. assassin's blade is not a throne it's of not, glass book it's not throne of glass one no nope. it's a Actually, prequel it's funny because you see a lot of things where it's like throne of glass 0.5 yeah because it's a prequel novella yeah. so truly frost and starlight is 3.5 yeah exactly that's it it's not four i also really need to leave that sjm group on Facebook because mm. they hate Nesta and I <gasps> yeah they're Nesta haters what and I don't like that because I'm a Nesta lover yeah you know I love her I think she's great but in the same way that I think that Feyre is like has bad qualities so does Nesta so and does like every human alive and I'm convinced Elaine is evil but you know what <laughs> that's a whole other thing Ooh. where i just kind of want her to be evil because i just i just want her to be something. i want her to be something she's so milk toast oh right now like she's so bland she's what milk toast i've never heard that before <laughs> i don't i don't know where i've heard milk this toast. probably because i read a lot of old-timey oh. things milk toast i'm gonna look it up to see <laughs> Milk toast is a breakfast dish consisting of toasted bread and warm milk. It's bland, is basically what it is. <laughs> so she's <laughs> she's gotcha. milk toast. Milk she's toast insults. Um, timid, meek, or unassertive person. It's actually spelled M I L Q U E and then T O A S T. Milk toast. That's so weird. Um, yeah, I just read a lot of historical fiction. Oh yeah. Um, because it's an old archaic way to basically say you're bland as fuck. Right. Yeah. Um, so she's so bland and I just want her to do something. And so I think that if she was a villain, I would feel better about it. Right. But whatever. You know, I'm really annoyed about. What are you really annoyed about? I continue daily to get at least 10 new likes on my bacon video. Yeah. I have been at 1.1 million views for like a year. Damn. I'm like, how is it not 1.2? How, how is that even possible? That's not possible. <laughs> I don't understand. It drives me. I know it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. I mean, in the scheme of life, no. No. Like, my next closest video is, like, I don't know, 1,200 views. Like, it doesn't... Oh, 1,500. Oh, 35. Okay. But <laughs> not in the... Not even in the... Not that, in the Not realm. even in the tens of thousands. No. Like, in the thousands. Yeah. So it's just like, but I guess like a hundred thousand, because that's what it is. Like one point yeah. two, like a hundred thousand views takes a while, maybe. So a hundred thousand divided by let's say ten people watching. Oh yeah, it takes a long time. <laughs> oh, 
You're like, if 10 people watch it a day, yeah, that's still 10,000 days. That's, yeah. That's yeah. the whole way that, like, um, a million to a billion is, like, exponential. 11 days and then 31 years. Yeah. 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 And you're like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Or 12 days. Whatever. I don't know. But yeah. whatever it is, and you're like... That's not possible. It's like two weeks to 31 years. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. How is that possible? Yeah. 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 Seconds. Just if yeah. you are now confused because yeah. oh, we're yeah. talking in our weird shorthand, yeah. um, a, <laughs> one so, million seconds one. is like 11.7 days. I'm looking it up. And one billion seconds is 31 years. So one million seconds is 12 days and a billion seconds is 31 years. Yeah. A trillion seconds is 31,688 years. Which, like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? But it, it's like my brain can't comprehend numbers that big. No. You know what I mean? And that's why that's why people are like, you you cannot actually comprehend a billion, billion dollars. dollars. Yeah. And then you think of the fact that they have $400 billion, and you're just like, that's fake. That's, that's a fake number. That's not a real thing. That's not a real number. That's a fake number, and there's no ethical way to have gotten that. Nope. <sighs> nope. Like. Which you will hear us talk about every episode, because there are no ethical billionaires. Mm-mm. There just aren't. No. Taylor Swift? Great. She's, you know... I love her. I think she's doing great for herself. She's still a billionaire, and that means she unethically got there. Right. In some way, it, shape, or form. Like, I think she pays good bonuses and all this other yeah. stuff, but like... She tries her very best to be, like, a good person, but like, she's still a billionaire, and she still has insane concert prices, and she can say all she wants that Ticketmaster ticket does, does the prices. You're setting you those You set prices. those prices. You do. Yep. You set it's them. It's funny that I'm so just like, you set them. I will never yeah, go to a Taylor Swift concert. I don't have the money to go to a Taylor Swift concert. I don't Swift want concert. to. Like, I, so we have an RBC Avion, so oh, yeah. they're doing this whole Taylor Swift thing where sure. Avion members can get tickets sooner or whatever yeah. and I'm like I still don't want to go like, she did add a bunch of uh a Canadian stops. she did and I still don't want to go because enough people said what the fuck you only stopped one time in on in Toronto like yeah. do you know that there's more to Canada than fucking Toronto yeah. like goddamn yeah yeah. That goes out to every single touring artist of all time. Mm-hmm. There is more to Canada than Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Canada's huge, folks. Canada's huge. It's the second largest country. Second largest landmass. Yeah. I always remember that little, like, commercial from growing up. Mm. For me, it's this song. The song. It's like a parody band or something. Um, and it's like... We're the second largest country in the entire world. And if Russia oh. started drinking, then we would be first unless we lose Quebec. It plays in my head. What? All of the time. <laughs> You've never heard I have it? never. I was thinking of the Molson Canadian commercial. Oh my God. Yeah. There's that too. Oh my God. I have never heard this song before. <laughs> I don't. Second largest country song. Um... This is new. Song. Oh my god, my desk is so Where? Nice. It's from, okay, it is a song called Canada's Really Big by the Arrogant Worms. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and it literally starts with them, like, um, 
saying like thank you thank you very much because it's like they come into like applause and then they go now we're a very patriotic canadian so we'd like to take this moment to do our national anthem that we wrote and then they start singing this song and the um the chorus is we're the second largest country on this planet earth and if russia keeps on shrinking then soon we'll be first unless we lose quebec and it's just really funny. <laughs> like, it's just a, a funny little song. You should listen to it. It's funny. Yeah. Um, but is it funny, though? It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it plays in my head every time I say that Canada's the second largest country. And and so when I whenever I say the second largest landmass, I'm like, the most the Canadian, Canadian, Canadian commercial. commercial. Yeah. So obviously, you all now have two things to go look up. Yeah. Also, guess what's back into the world again? Um, do you remember the Folgers incest commercial? <laughs> I can tell by your face that you don't. So Folgers, like 10 years ago, put out this commercial where um, this guy comes home and he like comes into the house and he's talking to this girl. And at the start, like you don't know what their relationship is to each other. And they seem kind of flirty. And he's like asking her about a present. And she's like, I'm your present. And then you find out she's his sister. And it is incestuous. <laughs> and what? Yeah. And then so 22 Minutes did a skit with that where they like continued the commercial. <laughs> and they have the parents being like, um, like, we, you, we told you you couldn't be here, like, and she's like, but I love him, <laughs> and it's, like, this whole thing about, like, incest, it's, also, you can look that up, if yeah. you look up Folger's incest commercial, it will immediately come up, it'll be the first thing to pop that's, up. That's, who thought that was a I good idea? I don't know, we're gonna watch it after this, I'm gonna yeah. show it to you. Oh my god, that's... I, Oh my god. Anyway, it's because it's like a, a Folgers Christmas commercial. So like it's coming up in my like memories right. and things again because right. every year I think about this fucking commercial and it's <laughs> so random. Nope. I immediately just go, Folgers in your cup. That's it. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. There, that's stuck in your head now, You're too. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> Jesus. I feel like this has been weirdly chaotic. I was just, yeah, this is very chaotic. Great. Cool. Um, so you can find us. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Books and Bisexuals, at BLS underscore poetry, at Nikki.rose.martin. You can listen to us on all major listening platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple, Castbox and Amazon. Just out of curiosity, I want to check episode, episode seven. seven. <laughs> I just—it's like I, it's a compulsion now. I just want to know. I just want to know. Wanna... Ten. Ten. It's up from nine. Wow. Nine. Ten whole people. Ten whole. Thank people. you so much to those ten people <laughs> in particular. <laughs> episode one's at ninety-one. Yay. Yeah. Thanks, friends. We Thank love you so this. much for listening to us. Yeah. I know that we are chaotic. ramblers. Chaotic ramblers. Mm -hmm. That's what this is going to be called. Mm -hmm. Chaotic ramblings. Great. Um, Do we already have one named that? No. No. <laughs> we have something about ramblings, probably. but Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to start repeating names. We're at 65 now. Who knows? Well, it was funny because like last week afterwards, I was like, well, you can't name that technical difficulties because that was episode three. I know. That's why I named it microphone, microphone troubles. troubles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I wanted to name it Technical Difficulties 2.0, and I was like, nah. Not yet. No. Um, This one also had a little trouble, but uh, that's fine. That was user error. That was user error. That was me because (laughs) the... The cursor was on the, the, stop, the stop button, button and the screen went off. And so I clicked the mouse, but it shut the recording the, off. Yeah. So, so, which is why there's probably a weird be gap. A weird, like, so tequila. tequila. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're like, oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. That was weird. That's why. That was only an hour ago. Um, <laughs> thank you again. Thank, thank you for you. listening. We really enjoy you. I hope you enjoy us. Um, <laughs> we love you. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.